darkness the zombie did call. True pain and suffering he brought to them all. Away ran the children to hide in their beds, for fear that the devil would chop off their heads. <laughs> What's up, horror fans? I'm Rob Zombie, and this is Zombaween. Oh, that's right. It is time. It is that time of the week where you guys get ready to hear us make fools out of ourselves. It is Horror for Dummies time. Welcome to Horror for Dummies. We are the show that comes to you weekly that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre. We love horror. I'm your host, Tim Davis, and with me, as per usual, coming back from his couchy, couchy seat, we have hashtag mushroom. How are you, brother? Hashtag what up? (laughs) Hashtag not much. Oh, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Neither do I. Let's, let's, there's only one true hashtag, and it's hashtag mushroom. Hell yeah. And uh, and he's here. He's here. He's come back once again, and he's ready to talk about some fucking horror movies, because on this episode, yeah. we're actually talking about horror movies. No more monsters. No more hocus pocus. We're talking about fucking Hellraiser. And Proper fucking horror. And the devil's rejects on this episode. Oh, it is going to be a fun episode. Dude, I'm pumped to talk about one of these movies in particular, but the other one, pretty much, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen to see where you fall with the new Hellraiser movie. So Interesting. We'll get to that uh, later on in the episode, but this is what we like to call Zombaween, as I'm sure you heard at the start of this episode, which is basically... Our version of Rob Zombie walkthroughs, where we uh, look at Rob Zombie films for the entire month of Halloween. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I'm sure there's so many people out there that are really excited we're doing Rob Zombie films only. I'm sure there are. Like, I know there's, like, he's not a, a director of any sort of contention, pretty much universally loved across the board, uh, Mr. Zombie is. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Never made a bad movie. Well, I mean, we we haven't. We've got two more weeks of this left, and <laughs> we're doing three from hell next week, and then we're finishing it up with thirty-one. So hold your horses there. But luckily, we're talking about the Devil's Rejects on this episode. How's that? And uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, yes, thank you guys for joining us here on Horror for Dummies. It's going to be a fun episode. We've got a lot to talk about, man. So let's not fucking waste any time. Um, let's not. I, I, I thought it'd be cool because we, we, we won't be able to have time to do a super happy, fun, magical explosion show on Patreon. Sure. So okay. I, um, I spent my last weekend absolutely binging horror movies, new release horror movies. Oh, shit. I've seen, like, a total of six or seven in the past Fuck. week. And most of those... That's a lot. Most of those were done in one night. I watched five movies in one night. It was a fucking great night. <laughs> and, um... Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I got barely any sleep, but I had a really fun time watching some horror movies. So, I, I thought we'd take this time now to just 
bring you a little update on um, what we've been watching and anything. Have you been watching anything in the past week? Past week? Yeah, since we, yeah, since we recorded. Well, any, anything I mean, that you want to bring up. Sure. I mean, I went and saw the, the stage show, uh, the theater production of Let the Right One In. Yes. Okay. So give it to me. What was it like? It was really cool. It was um, a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. There was lots of um, like stage effects and lights and stuff and cool shit like that. Yeah, okay. Um, the characters were like 20-something playing, you know, 12-year-olds, so that was a bit weird. I thought... So it's like normal 90s slasher film? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. But it was just weird. It was just a little bit weird with that shit. Yeah. Um... Like the, especially with the chick, cause she was playing her so young and it was just like, it felt odd, but, um, you know, it was really good. It was really like, it was really cool seeing, I haven't seen like a theater show in a long time. So just like seeing them like there doing their acting and shit, like it's fun. There was a lot more blood than I thought there'd be. Cool. Um, okay. They pulled off the entering scene pretty dang well. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they did it. I'm assuming just like blood pumps under the hair, mm-hmm. but it it looked cool. It looked cool. Is it was it basically the same story as the movie? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, it's 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 apparently more based on the book. Okay. But but the book's essentially the same as the movie. Yeah. Okay. That, um. But yeah. I'm so bummed that I didn't even know it was happening. And that I didn't see it. I'm really... Was it... How was the audience? Was it packed or... Yeah, full house. Really? Mm. And, and what well, what was the audience type? Like old people, young people, horror film fans? Theater. Theater people. Re- oh, wow. A, hand, a handful of weirdo goth cunts. Yeah, okay. Um, but mostly theater people. Like you could see it was just like people that come to the theater every week. Like they've got season tickets and shit. Okay. And like... You know what I mean? Did, like, how was the reception of it? Like, was it positive or? Um, it was positive. Like, you know, they applauded at the right times and stuff and people were laughing and. They were laughing? Whatever else. What? Yeah, because they were playing them silly. Like, they were playing them childlike, but also like a bit silly. What? I know. Yeah, it was weird. Did, wait, That's did I mean, it work like... or would it have angered me? It probably would have worked enough. It, it just feels like when 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 a twenty something year old's talking like a little five year old, and a little Swedish five year old. Oh wait, so know? they they had like full Swedish accents. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. They did like full Swedish accents. Shit! So they didn't even update it to make it Australian. S- some more wavering than others. <laughs> um, so I, I was expecting it to be like, <laughs> I can't. I'm a vampire, right? No, you, no, no, nothing, okay, nothing so like that. Not no, Australian. No, they were doing like Swedish accent. So it was, it was weird. Yeah. So it was like putting on like a little Swedish girl's accent. Okay. You know that does seem weird. <laughs> um, but look, I'm I'm glad I went. It's totally worth it. I mean, everyone should go out and check out live theater. Um, it ha- yeah, it was fun. One of my favorite, most favorite aspects of the film, the original film, was the main theme to that movie. I, I fucking love it. How was the score, like the music in this one? Um, there wasn't a lot of music. 
it was more like abrupt noises and shit. Okay. Like to try and scare you and shit like that. Oh, okay. Okay. You know? Right. Like whenever they do kills and stuff, it's like, they blast the fucking noise at you and shit. Yeah. Okay. You know? Hey, I'm, I'm putting my foot down right now. If I I highly doubt it's going to happen, but if ever the evil dead theater, the the musical comes out, you and me have to go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, deal. And you have to tell me because I don't really follow up with theatre. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, done. I'd be. I, I, I've seen I'd, YouTube I'd be clips down of that. For that for sure. Yeah, I've seen YouTube clips of that, and it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah it looks mad. I, I definitely want to go to that. But, <laughs> might be a hard question to answer, but what would you give it out of ten if you could? Out of ten. Maybe like a seven, because uh, just the novelty of it. Yeah, okay. You know what would you, what would you give the movie? I, I can't remember what you gave the movie. I gave the movie a ten. It's one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. Okay, that's that's correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> all right. But yeah, I lo- I I fucking love that movie. Love it. Yeah, um, the movie's great. So yeah, it was just it was it was weird seeing it in a different form. I I need to read the book honestly. Yeah, yeah. There's a few books that I'd like to read. One of these books, I wish I read last week, but yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, is there anything else that you got a chance to watch? Oh, recently? Uh, Smile. Yesterday, I watched Smile. Okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. I haven't seen it yet, so. Oh, okay. Thumbs it, up. I, I give. I give it a thumbs up. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. Is it? Mm, I, 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 I know I've seen some people be pretty harsh to it, but I don't think so. So the the gist that I got is it's another like Blumhouse movie, kind of like Truth or Dare, where it's kind of okay. You're not going to give me the answer. I appreciate that. Let me go and see it for myself. Yeah, I'm I'm worried because I I enjoyed it. Is it top ten material for you? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, now I'm more curious to see it. Look, I could I could see why it's not for some people, but I liked it a lot. All right, but you also like. But you know, also don't get your hopes up because yeah. generally things that I like a lot, you're like, well, this is fucking dumb. Yes, <laughs> like Studio Six Six Six. Yeah, take that, Taylor Hawkins. <laughs> why do you gotta do that? <laughs> wasn't him well, I, get, I gave it a 10 while he was alive so well I'm I I, I don't know what, what did I give I gave it a 5 2 I thought they, like a 5 yeah, I gave okay. it a 5 so it's gonna be a 4 now just to fuck you <laughs> <laughs> alright smile I will eventually see it uh, I don't think I'll get a chance to see it at cinemas unfortunately but oh yeah yeah. It, it's well you know and there was this fucking cunt like behind me and like to the left, right? Yeah. And he was just like bouncing his legs on the back of the fucking seat or something like that. Really? But he was fucking driving me crazy. And then halfway through the fucking movie, he takes a fucking phone call. Get fucked. He took a fucking phone call. Did you say anything? Yeah, Bonnie was like, Oi, get off your phone. What did he say? Just t- ignored it. Nothing. 
Seriously? Yeah. What a He's fucking on his prick. fucking phone. This is why I don't like going to the cinemas anymore. I'm so fucking ecstatic that Halloween Ends is coming to um, Peacock. Oh, really? So I don't have to go to the cinemas to see that movie. I'm so happy. Every single time I've gone to the cinemas in the last few years, it's either been a, a shit movie or the fucking people in the audience have pissed me off. I still love it, even if they are shitty. I still love it. I don't know. I'm finding my own couch and TV much better. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's just a good excuse for me to get out of the house, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, and I mean, it's hard for me to do that when I have stupid kids. Yeah, that's also true. Whereas, like, for me, it's like, oh, I'm sitting, stand- <laughs> sitting around watching screens all day. I'm going to go outside and go to a bigger, darker room with a big yeah. screen. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. I would have fucking... I would have been so pissed. I would have probably grabbed his phone and threw it. Dude, it was... I was like... I was like... I was like, this guy's fucking wild. That's... That's ballsy. You got to give him... Give him props, because... Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it was on it for, like, a good... It wasn't, it wasn't even like, hey, I'm at the fucking movies. Fucking whatever, you know? Like, I don't know what he was saying, because it was, it was a language I don't speak. But, like... Yeah. Like... Did anyone else say anything? No, no one said nothing. Just Bonnie. Fuck, man, that would have pissed me off so much. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, hate fucking people like that. God, it's fucking funny. Anyway, that that's angered me more than you probably. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's what I told you. Because I'm like, fuck, he'll be fucking fuming. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I watched uh, a lot. So I'm just going to get through it. Um, I checked out. Hit me. I checked out Mr. Harrigan's phone. Which is on oh, yeah. the, what's on that? It's on Netflix right now. Um, oh, okay. Stephen King story. Basically, it's about this kid who gets a job with this old guy, and they form like a Mr. Harrigan. Yes, that's right. They form a relationship, like a, a strong friendship, and he, this young kid, buys this guy a phone, right? And no, there was no dick sucking. Anyway, um, yeah, this this guy, this old guy. Starts to get really attached to his phone, um, yeah. but eventually passes away, and this kid then receives messages from the guy's phone. Oh, it's got that that kid in it too. Yeah, um, Jaden Martell from you'd know him yes. as Bill from It. Uh, it also stars yeah, yeah, yeah. also stars Donald Sutherland in this. Um, oh, okay, cool. That's cool. I really enjoyed this man. I really it, it kind of it kind of hit me hard. I don't know why. I, I kind of like, I'm not going to say I was bawling my eyes out, but I, I had tears in my eyes at times Aww. watching this. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Because it's, it's like an M-rated go, so I'm like, I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's not. It's not like as horror as you would think, but yeah. the story is there. The characters are really interesting i was really invested with this whole relationship between the old man and the, and the young boy um but mm. there's more to it than that and i was just i was really like this for, I, I really enjoyed it man i gave it eight stars dang top eight, 10 material eight or 10. maybe i think i think it will be top 31 but probably okay. not top 10 depending enough, depending enough. what came out i did like it and i would watch it again so yeah yeah see where it goes um, my next thing I watched was Werewolf by Night. Oh, I haven't even watched that yet. I was gonna watch it. 
I was so close. So I think, honestly, you'll probably like this more than me. Well, because it's a Marvel movie. It is. And when I say- I was, I was actually I- going to like um, ask about it because I was like, oh, nah, Tim won't because it's Marvel. But it's Werewolf. And the trailer looks like, it made it look like an updated Universal Monsters film. And to the, okay. to the, for the most part, it is. It's entirely, yeah, it's cool. entirely in black and white, which, which was cool. Um, okay. Overall, man, it was decent, but I had problems with it. Okay. Doesn't it, it's supposed to like be part of the universe too. Like, yep. Okay. Yep. Well, is that the problem? No, I can't really say my problems without spoiling it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But it revolves around the titular werewolf. Okay. And when you see it, you'll probably realize my problems with it because I am a big werewolf guy. Um, Overall, I think most people will enjoy this, but in my opinion, Marvel just needs to stop trying to do horror. And that's that's just honestly my opinion. It, it, it's, it's much more horror than, say, a Venom or... What's, what's, what's something Marvel tried to, like, was marketing oh, as? Oh, they did that fucking Last Mutant, uh... Okay. What was it? The fu- yeah, the, the last, not, the, um, the mutant one. The, the last X-Men one, fucking... The new, that wasn't really... New Mutants. New Mutants, yeah. that's it. Okay, I ne- so I never saw that, and I never saw Morbius. But they were, like... Oh, yeah, I guess Morbius, too. <laughs> they were titled as, like, Marvel's Horror. And from all yeah. accounts, No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I think this is more. This is more a step forward towards horror because obviously it's got a werewolf in it. But I don't know, man. Look, I gave it a six out of ten. I start. Okay. It started off really strong, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm into this. This is cool." And then after it finished, I was like, "Yeah," because it's not long, right? Like it's no, it's fifty minutes. Yeah, it's less than an hour, so you can smash it out. Yeah, I might do it. I'll do it now. I will say I did enjoy it more than the movie that I'm going to talk about now. Okay. Which is Jeepers Creepers Reborn. Aw. <laughs> now, this one here... I was going to go see that, the movies. <laughs> yeah, you probably better not. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Look, okay, here's the thing. On IMDb, it's got like a 2.7 out of 10. And okay. everyone's saying that this is the worst. This is worse than three. And if you've seen three, you know how bad Jeepers Creepers 3 is. That movie is like, like the effects in that are birdemic level quality. They're yeah, fucking okay. shocking. Well. Um, I won't say that this movie's as bad as three. I don't think that at all. But it had some problems. Overall, overall... I had a somewhat fun time with this movie, but the biggest problem with this movie is it's entirely CGI. Oh, no. And when when I say entirely, I mean these people for probably, let's say, 60% of this movie are filmed behind a green screen. No, and bad. and it looks like something out of Spy Kids. Okay, and and, and Spy Kids like the sequels, the Spy Kids sequels. 
Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, like there, there's some of this movie that's set in like a cemetery, and it's not a cemetery. It's a fucking green screen, computer generated cemetery, and it does not look good yep. at all. Um, overall, I wouldn't say you need to see it, but if you okay. are a Jeepers Creepers fan, I still think it's better than the third. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's the highest praise I can give this movie. It's uh, it's not going to be in my top ten, obviously. Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's going to be in my bottom ten though. Okay, it depends okay. what other movies I see. So yeah. Um, would I would I fucking hate it? I'll probably fucking hate it. You probably will. But I still suggest watching it because you might enjoy it. Okay, okay. I'll I'll try if I've got time. Yeah. I honestly think the Jeepers Creepers franchise is the first one's the best, then the second, then the fourth, then the third. Okay, all right. But that's just me. Um, next one I've got is a Shutter exclusive called Who Invited Them? And okay. basically what this... This one is kind of a simple story. And you can tell where this story is going if you watch it. It's very similar. It had like the same kind of feel that the invitation did, and like the invitation that we watched, not from this year, yeah. the other one. Oh, the good one. Yeah, the good one where it's super awkward <laughs> at times. It, it's similar to that. the The story yeah. with this is there's this couple, right, and they're having like this house party, and there's two people at this house party, at their house party, that neither of them know who they are. And as the party ends, they th- these random people just appear from out of the bathroom, and they're like, "Sorry, who are who, who are, are you?" you? Yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, well, maybe we should have introduced ourselves. We're your neighbors, because they just moved into this place, right? Where you? Yeah. They said we're your neighbors, um, and then like everything's good. They're all buddy buddy for a while. It's like a big party, but then obviously something happens. That's horror. Okay." Um, for, for the most part, I was really invested in this movie. It's, it's one of those movies that is a slightly slow burn, just like The Invitation. Um, and, and and it's one of those movies where the horror doesn't really come into effect until the third act. Um, but I was along for the journey, you know? Okay. It's, it's one of those movies where you kind of feel awkward watching it. It sounds good. It is. I, it, I think I'd like it. It is a good movie, but at the same time, the whole twist to it, little tiny bit predictable, and I don't think there was enough of it to okay. warrant a rewatch, in my opinion. Fair enough. So I gave it like a seven point five out of ten. I mean, that's a good score. Yeah, I, I, I did. I was, I was really having a good time with it, and then the ending happened, and like, uh, just kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I hate when it doesn't stick the landing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got three more here, and I'll just run through this next one. Um, me and the kids watched the new Disney movie called Under Wraps 2, which is... Is it about a mummy? It is. It's a, it's about a mummy. Um, wow. It, 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 Does he do his own stunt? Um... I mean, not as much as Tom Cruise. I don't know. I don't fucking know. 
This is a Disney movie with mummies in it. I gave it a five out of ten. The <laughs> okay, the, yeah, fair. The kids liked it, um, but yeah, it's very much a Disney movie as like Disney as Disney movie. Yeah, and like not animated Disney. Like, what's what's the comparison I can give it to? Live action. Yeah, like. Like zombies or like yeah high yeah yeah or high school was High School Musical but there's no music in it like Lizzie yeah. Lizzie McGuire shit what's it called what's that dumb movie you like the zombie one like the Disney zombie I one. don't like it I just am forced to watch it all the time oh, okay um one I watched last night which is on Netflix right now is called Old People. That's okay yeah I I just saw that and I was like I wonder if Tim's seen this yeah I. I I didn't even know about this movie until someone posted on Facebook, and I'm like, "Huh?" I, I didn't. I, I didn't even know it was a horror at all. I just I saw it on, on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, "It's probably drama." Mm. So basically, the story of this is a woman's who a woman who's returned home with her two kids to attend her sister's wedding must suddenly defend their lives against older people on a killing spree. Basically, that sounds rad. This is a social commentary on the... Treatment of old people? Exactly. Yep. And in some points, it's very Night of the Living Dead-esque. You could tell that they... Well, yeah, they're they're old people. They're almost dead. (laughs) They should have called it Night of the Almost Dead. There's there's more to it that, that, like, sparked up a Night of the Living Dead thought in my head. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, overall, man, I, I did enjoy this movie. It is, I think, it's either German or Polish. Ooh, they do good shit over in Europe. I did read Polish, but then it s- said it was spoken in German. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It's Yeah, it's European. So it is subtitled, so you have to listen to sub. I mean, on Netflix, it is dubbed. So if you don't want subtitles, you can listen to the dub. Dub doesn't bother me as much as other people, so I can deal with it. Um, okay. But overall, this was pretty decent, man. There are some things that happen in it that, like, kind of took me... Does it have me- any gore in it? Yes. Cool. Yes, it does. Cool. The whole kind of twist and reasoning and everything was a little, like, scratchy head type. I didn't really get it at first. I had to watch a, a couple of YouTube videos as to what this <laughs> all meant and everything to really get an explanation. Um, and when I when I found out what it was what it meant, I was like, "Okay, I could have." That's kind of what I thought, but I thought there might be more to it, but there wasn't. Overall, oh, okay. like I gave it a seven out of ten. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's worth a watch if you want. Um, Maybe. On to my last one, and I left this one on there um, for a reason. I left this last for a reason because this one here, okay, it's called Deadstream, right? It's on Shutter oh, right now. Yeah, I was looking. I was looking at this. Okay, you might want to watch this, man. Okay, you might want to watch this. So basically. What it is, is there's this YouTube... I'm pressing play right now, so it's in my recently watched bit. Yeah, good. Because I want your thoughts on this. There's this YouTube guy, right? Just a typical guy that does YouTube and gets money. And um, he... You know how I feel about internet culture in movies. 
I know. <laughs> but uh, he he he's kind of he kind of did something that's disgraced him, and he to get back into everyone's good graces, he's decided to do a stunt, which is him staying overnight at a haunted house. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say because I want you to go into this movie as blind as you can. Um, hey man, I already got glasses, so we're halfway there. <laughs> that was a shit joke. This movie, man, I fucking loved this movie. Really? I had the best time in this movie. In fact, I watched I'm this- hate it. I watched this movie on a Sunday night. Um, by my- oh no, Saturday night by myself. And then on Sunday night, I said to my wife, hey, we're watching a movie. And I watched it again. <laughs> so, okay. this movie is... My first watch, I'm like, this is in my top 10. My second watch, I'm like, well, there it goes, into my top five. This movie's in my top five now. I had an absolute blast with this movie. I'm not going to really say anything more because I want you in as blind as you can. I think that this will hit you in the good times bone. Okay. If that's a thing. Well, I'm already finding the dude charming. Don't watch the trailer. No, no, I'm watching the movie. No, 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 stop, stop. You need full attention. I never get full attention. (laughs) Yeah, I I laughed numerous times in this movie. It is somewhat a horror comedy. Actually, no, it's very much a horror comedy. But, um, yeah, it is full on with grossness. It's full on with... I don't, don't know. I just don't. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm gonna watch it. I just had a really I'll fun watch time watching this movie. I I I'll watch it. I watch it. I um I gave it a nine out of ten. <gasps> okay. Okay. I, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to see. I want to see. I want to watch it. I really liked it. Deadstream. Go and watch it. It is on um the shutter right now, and yeah, it's in my top ten. So will it stay in my top ten? We'll have to see. Only time will tell. Only time. Um, yeah, so that's basically what I've done in the last, uh, seven days. So... Cool. Yeah, yeah. And I thought maybe we can do that for the rest of October now. Just talk about what we've been watching. Yeah, I do want to try and catch up on my 2022 watches, because I'm sure there's some shit where it's like, this fucking movie of the year type shit, and I'm like, this is a fucking two. Yeah. (laughs) Always is. All right. So I can I can make somebody angry so we can all listen to each other's fucking top whatever episodes and uh-huh. be like, fucking, they're so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was this in my list. So are you ready to talk about a competition? Hells yeah. I'm ready to make you laugh, motherfucker. Well, not me. Oh, shit. But yeah, if, if you don't remember, because I don't think many people are remembering, uh, we have a That's competition right. running. Don't- I don't laugh. Things aren't funny. Everything is misery. <laughs> we have a competition running right now where you guys send us your best Halloween-related joke and you Dogging could be in the shit. running to win a prize at the end of this month. So far, yeah. only two people have entered. Zim Vader from last week and now we have our next one which is from William Bryant, a.k.a. The Cowboy. And uh, his joke is this. Gone. <clears throat> Mushroom. Yeah. Why don't monsters eat ghosts? I don't know, Timothy. Why don't monsters eat ghosts? Because they taste like sheet. (laughs) 
nothing to do with their low caloric intake. <laughs> Full on poker face with that one. He didn't even budge a smile. I thought I thought it was funny. Fuck your joke, cowboy. Do you get it? Sheet like shit, like blood sheet. Yeah, it's it's like a it's a pun. No, I get it. Because like ghosts wear sheets. Do you get it? Ghosts don't actually wear sheets. Ghosts are like made of ectoplasm. All right, fucking Ghostbuster over here. Look at you, Dan Aykroyd. Just going by frightener rules. (laughs) Hey, do you want to try some of my crystal skull vodka? I do actually, but yeah, thank you, William, for your awesome joke. I thought it yeah, was funny for, at least. Thanks for trying. Wow, so dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to join in the competition, send us your best Halloween-related jokes. Even if you think it's horrible, we might find <laughs> it fucking hilarious. Gotta defend my spot on the show. Can't have funny people coming in here telling their jokes. (laughs) Yes, because you're the only funny person in the world. I'm the only funny person on this show. (laughs) Whatever, I'm funny. Yeah, you look funny. (laughs) Uh, That was it, yeah. So that was a bad joke. I'm going to stand here, poke (laughs) a face and stare at you, just like you did with me. (laughs) Anyway, it is time for the question of the week. Hell yeah. Question of the week. Question of the week for this week was, what is your favorite Rob Zombie film? I don't think we've ever asked this question, actually. So this is a newbie. No, it's like a first time original question. Yeah. So Will Hetzel says, Lords of Salem. Interesting. Nice. Uh, B. Mine also said Lords of Salem. Fuck, okay. I okay. know people actually like that movie. Yeah. Um, Lance Langford said, House of a Thousand Corpses always will be. Nice. Samantha okay. Day said Devil's Rejects, as did Jordy Van Vuklis. And uh, Ryan Sorkness also says Devil's Rejects. It was my first Rob Zombie film. House with a Thousand Corpses would be my second favorite. The rest of them are okay. Um, <clears throat> Darren Wilson says A Thousand Corpses. There we go. Jim okay. Morazzini says his version of Halloween is watchable, so it's his best. <laughs> okay. Rob Humphrey. Here we go. What's he, what's cranky he man want? Humphrey. What's he buddy fucking want? He says The Monsters is the only good movie he has made. <laughs> um Amanda Webb says 31. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Zim Vader I, says I heard that was shit. So <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. we'll get to it. Zimbada says, if I can vote for the Dragula video, then that. Otherwise, Halloween won. One. <laughs> that is a good video. He says, Halloween won. One. 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 He's pointing out that he only likes Halloween one and not H2. Oh, got it. <laughs> I was like, Halloween 1111. <laughs> and Dave Drake says, love Captain Spaulding, so what can I say? Well, he's, yeah, he's in three movies, so which he's one is it? in three movies, so I guess, I guess all three of them? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. All right, on to this week's question of the week, and this is a question that I know I've asked probably many times, but it's a question that I really enjoy. What is <clears throat> what is the best sequel? Ooh. Well, no, 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 let's, let's cut that. What is your favorite sequel? So it could, I, I, it could be horror or anything else. 
but I'll always oh, go my, with mine's easy. What? Evil Dead Two. Real? Okay, interesting. Mine. Well, it's like my like one of my favorite movies of all time, so it's like easy. Mine probably is a tie between Aliens and Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Oh, they're good. They're good. They're good. I can't. I, I know I'm probably missing one. There's something. Oh, it's wait. Hate, Jaws, but... Jaws of Revenge. But that's not a sequel. That's a forkel. <laughs> a fourth. A forkel. I don't know. The fourth, a fourth quill. The fourth movie. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, technically, that's what a sequel is just anything. No, I mean, ne- what, what I mean by sequel is part two. Only part okay, two. Okay, what's your favorite part two? Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, so. All right, so get us your answers for that. And it's about time we finally talk about a Rob Zombie movie because this is Zombieween, of course. Hell yeah, yo. So let's do it. Feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. We are here and we are discussing Rob Zombie's second film, I believe, The Devil's so. Rejects from 2005. Can't believe this movie's 2005. It feels that feels so I know. long ago. Makes it so old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one comes on um, IMDb as a 6.7 out of 10. It is okay. a crime horror western film, and it stars. Sid Haig as Captain Sporting, Sherry Moon Zombie as Baby, Bill Mosley as Otis, we have William Forsythe as Sheriff Wydell, Ken Foray as Charlie Amont, Matthew McGorry as Tiny, Leslie Estabrook as Mother Firefly, Jeffrey Lewis as Roy Sullivan, Priscilla Barnes as Gloria Sullivan, um, Lou, Lou Temple as Adam Banjo, Danny Trejo as Rondo, Diamond Motherfucking Dallas Page, as I know, I saw. As Billy Ray Snapper. That's his name in this. <laughs> Brian Posehn as Jimmy. Yeah. Um, oh, fucking Tommy Pickles herself, Elizabeth Daly, E.G. Daly. Mm-hmm. You know, she, yeah. she played Candy, the uh, prostitute in this. Yeah, she's, she's the, good. She's the voice of Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. Yeah, I know. 
Okay. Um, I know my voice actors. <laughs> Michael Berryman as Cleavon. PJ Souls as Susan. There's just fucking so many people in this movie, man. Um, yeah. I could go on yeah. and on. There's a lot of characters. There is, there is. Um, we got directed, of course, by Rob Zombie, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. So The Devil's Rejects, um, I'm, I'm sure pe- m- uh, most people listening right now know what The Devil's Rejects about, but I'll give mm-hmm. the plot summary anyway. The murderous backwoods Firefly family take to the road to escape the vengeful Sheriff Wydell, who is not afraid of being as ruthless as his targets. Mm-hmm. Guess. <laughs> yeah, sort of. All right. Devil's Rejects. Mushroom, I'm going to waste no time. No time sure. at all. This movie is a fucking 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10, huh? Straight up. I absolutely wow. adore this movie in every way, shape, and form. I fucking love it. I love it. Um, Just overall thoughts, yes or no? Yes. Like, obviously, yes. Yeah, that's my boy. All right. Like... It's still got its problems and shit, but like, yeah. I, I disagree, but okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, the budget of this movie was $7 million. Let's let's have mm-hmm. a little guessing game. What is the box office? 17.2. No, that was a random guess, but no. Close, <laughs> little, little higher. 19.2. No. 12 What? <laughs> what, what did you say? What's the 12 <laughs> Not a real number. Uh, $24 million. Okay. Gone too high now. The uh, oh. box office was $20.9 million. Ah, okay. So it did well. It did well. I mean, you made money. Yeah, it did. So okay, let's let's get into our history with this movie because I have a bit of a history with this movie. Yeah. Um, when this movie came out, um, it was it was released, and I was waiting for this movie to come out. I was pretty pumped for it because I I eventually came around on the on the House of a Thousand Corpses, and I was a really big fan of Rob Zombie's music back in the day. And when this came out, another friend of mine was like, oh, we should go see it. Let's go see it. But the only cinema playing was like a long way away from me. And I was like 12 at the time, whatever I was. Um, Then it finally came out on DVD and I bought it and I watched this movie religiously. I remember waking up in the morning to having the DVD menu playing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah okay and the noise from the menu was basically just remember that scene in the movie where Mother Firefly is there just going she's she's yelling at um, Wydell just going you're going to fucking hell <laughs> it was yeah. just that and then scream so that and scream <laughs> was just playing in my room constantly I don't know how my neighbours didn't fucking complain murder you yeah. yeah yeah but man i i like this movie this dvd burnt basically burn a hole in my player i watched it <laughs> that much man i fucking i love this movie uh growing up so that's basically my history with this movie what about you um i think i watched it once on dvd 
when it came out. And what? This That's is, about it. This is your second time watching it. I think so. Holy shit! Wow. Okay. All right. Wow. Uh, this is interesting. I remember. I remember it being better than House of a Thousand, but I wasn't like you know. Wow. Okay. Obsessed. Uh, all right. All right. Well, okay. What do you want to? I think the first thing we really need to talk about or discuss is is the positives. Uh, in my opinion. Sure. There is no negatives, but uh, the first thing I want to bring forth is the soundtrack in this movie. Oh, the soundtrack's fucking baller. This movie here is the sole reason why I'm not only a fan of the band Leonard Skinner, but I'm a fan of Southern Rock now. Um, This was my base. I I, I could see that. I was like, well, this is just fucking Tim's music. (laughs) This was my introduction to Leonard Skinner, the song Freebird. Oh, really? I I got into a fight one day, not like a fit, like not a physical fight, but like a verbal fight with someone who stopped the song Freebird as the solo started. Oh, no, you don't do that. Uh, Right? Who did that? Uh, (laughs) Paley. (laughs) <laughs> was he doing it to shoot you? I think so, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it was in my car. But um yeah, this like just every song in this movie not only is fucking great, but it fits the scene that it's playing in. You know? Yeah. You got the Orman brothers band with Midnight uh Rider. Mm-hmm. That song playing when they're running away that mm-hmm. fucking fits Freebird at the end is just oh I just love it I love it and there's people that I've heard complaints that there's people who think that he Rob Zombie fits the the scene with the song so they'll he'll he'll make the scene extra long to fit with the song okay and I get I mean, yeah and I, I, I see where they're coming from but I don't have a problem with it at all. No, neither. Like the ending part with Freebird playing, I, I can see some people going, oh, it's too long. I don't fucking care. It's fucking Freebird. What are you going to do? Cut down Freebird? Yeah, exactly. You do not turn Freebird off. Mm-mm. I mean... I agree. This movie kind of did, but that's all right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, man. This see? For me, this movie just... Mistake. <laughs> this soundtrack... Just, I was listening to the soundtrack multiple times this week. That's how much I love this soundtrack. Yeah. It's just, just banger. Um, we open up the movie with like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre style intro with mm-hmm. kind of like um, text on the screen. Yeah. And I love that that whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre feel to this movie. You could tell that this movie... You can tell that he probably sat down his cast and crew and watched, made him watch a few movies and Texas Chainsaw Massacre was one of them. Yeah, just watched it over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, what about you? Give me give me something to something that you liked. Something that I liked? Um, the gore in this is good. Yeah. It's like... Uh, it it the, the story is just nice and simple, which was like my big problem with House of a Thousand Corpses, where it just it like felt like his first and last movie, whereas this one felt like he could breathe and tell the story a little bit more. Yeah, 
I agree. And you got to spend a little more time with them, and it's like, um, it was very much like you're supposed to be like cheering on these like fucking serial killers and shit. That's but it's but it's really confusing because it's like they're doing honestly really fucking terrible things. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, well now we want you to feel, even though you like saw the bit where I like fucking stuck a gun in this chick's pussy and, but, and then like, you know, a couple of scenes later, they're like, well, now you gotta feel bad for him. (laughs) It's like, okay. That's one of the biggest reasons why I love this movie because what he does here, okay, you take a look at the, the, the classic eighties slasher films, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, like no one goes into those movies rooting for Nancy from Nightmare on Elm Street. They want to see Freddy fuck shit up. And that's what this movie does. Like, Rob Zombie knew that people want to see these villains. Yeah. But he turns it on its head. Like, halfway through this movie, we end up fucking hating this sheriff and going for the yeah, rejects. The, the bad guy is the sheriff. Yeah. I still, yeah. Like, And I love that. I love how he tops it on its, on its head and does that twist. Yeah, like, it's still interesting for sure, but, um, it's just, it's still sometimes hard to wrap your head around. For me, it is anyway. Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, I, I've seen this movie, uh, fuck, countless times. Yeah. That now I just, I just love it, man. <laughs> I love the story. From, you are, you are 100% right. Like, this movie is so much more straightforward than the first, you don't have to scratch mm. your head. You don't have to have deep discussions about the story. Yeah, and it's not like, where's this doctor? Why is he in face paint? What is this? What exactly. is that? He's just like, you know what? I'm a fucking serial killer maniac. And I was just like, I want this. That's why like, I wanted all that other extra bullshit cut out of House of a Thousand Corpses and make like a fucking spin-off doctor in the fucking X-Men mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah, we got more of the Firefly family, which is sick. You know? It was, yeah. And I mean, uh, let's let's just talk about the characters now. Sure. Every single character in this movie. Um, I thought, I, I, I might sound crazy here, but I thought Sherry Moon Zombie did actually a really good job of acting in this movie. She does in this because she, she definitely shows more range and stuff like where she like snaps from like that sweet giggly little Mm -hmm. like serial killer bitch to like, all right, let's fucking, you know, yeah. Shit sorted. Yeah. You could see she was more herself in this. Like, I mean, I mean, mean the character was more herself, not this trying to lure people in. Exactly. She wasn't like, um, she wasn't, she'd only put up that facade sometimes. And I thought that was good. I thought that showed some range and shit when she was like actually being real was when she was with her family and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the main three rejects, Captain Spaulding, Baby and Otis, these yeah. three characters together were just great. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're super fun. They, I love them. Um, Sheriff Wydell. Dude, William Forsythe does such a terrific job. Of making you hate him. You do just want to hate him. And it's, like I said, it's so conflicting because it's just like, I'm like, but he's supposed to be the cop. He's literally just, I mean, he's doing his job like a cunt. Yeah. But he is technically arresting serial killers who cut up people and literally wearing like the dude's fucking face. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, but he does such a good job of, yeah, making you hate him. Yeah. So props to him. Yeah. Um, Ken 4E is Charlie Altamont. How did you feel about the whole aspect of like the, the brothel part of this movie? It's fine. <laughs> you, did you think it fit with the movie though? Like obviously it has to because it plays a big part in it, but... I mean, yeah. Yeah. Did people not think it fits? I don't... I don't know. I haven't really searched no. up more. I I didn't find it odd or anything. Yeah. Okay. It was cool. It, it fucking suited them. I just... I feel that maybe this movie has too many characters. For me, no, it doesn't. I love all characters equally. But I feel like that could be an argument that some people would make. Maybe just the DDP and Machete ones. Pro- yeah, probably. But at the same time, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive DDP no, fan. No, no, but I, I, I said maybe. Because yeah. I love them in there. Yeah. Like, I like them there. But if you wanted to trim some fat, you could probably get everywhere that they went with just having the the sheriff there and then a few unnamed cops. Yeah, yeah, true. Like, like having more people there because he wanted he wanted them for bodies, but you didn't have to like flesh out their characters. No, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? That's all I meant. You could you could get there and save ten minutes or fifteen minutes. And this is like an hour and forty minute runtime, so it's not like a super long movie. Yeah, so that's where I, I could see it. You trimming some fat, but you're gonna fucking really cut Diddy Pan Danny Trejo out of your movie. I don't think so. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! No. Fucking give you a diamond cutter and they'll kind of machete you. A little bit of trivia here. Um, do you know what another wrestler that tried to audition for this role that DDP eventually got? Kevin Nash. No. No. Just have a stab. He's a wrestler still performing to this day. Eddie Guerrero. Okay. That's that's. So w- was trying for Nash's role, or I mean, sorry, Nash's, uh, for DDP's role or for Trejo's role. Um, no, I think DDP's role. Let me just quickly search it up. Oh, no, no, no. He's auditioning for the role of Rondo. So it's Danny Trejo's role. Okay. Um, yeah, who was it? Just have one more guess. He's a big wrestler. Like a, a popular, well-known wrestler. Hey, Taco? No. Hmm. One more guess. Like I don't, Goldberg? No. Nah. Oh. Is he anything like Danny Trejo? No. <laughs> oh. I'll give you one last clue. He's my favorite wrestler. Your favorite wrestler? Bret Hart. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Hall. Okay. Chris Jericho. Oh. Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Chris Jericho Sorry. auditioned for the role of Rondo, but was told he was too pretty for the part. He is too pretty. He is. So Especially back then. Now you'd probably be all right. But like <laughs> well, back then, <laughs> come fight me. Um, let, let's discuss the Banjo and Sullivan band. What was that one? That was the, the four people, the, the, the two couples in the hotel. Room that, oh, that yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep, Um, thoughts on them? Any? Not really. They were just there to be fodder, right? Pretty much. But I, f- I, I did like how each person was fleshed out enough. 
Yeah, well, you... you well, that's... It. <laughs> Again, conflicting. Because they're fleshed out enough so you sort of care, right? Yeah, exactly. You care enough that all these terrible things are happening, but then it's he's still like, yeah, but you're still going to care for the fucking rejects when... Uh-huh. The girls are, so it's just like... Ugh. But at the same time, like, Roy Sullivan, the older gentleman of the group, was going to cheat on his wife with Baby. Yeah, like, I mean, they weren't perfect either. Yeah. No one, no one's great in this movie. Everybody sucks. Which is... Morally. Which is most <laughs> people's problems with Rob Zombie films. Is that everyone's unlikable? Yeah. Or everyone's a villain, basically? Everyone's a dick in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I mean, like, I love all the violence. I love how fucking horny it is. Fuck Rob Zombie's a horny dude. <laughs> yeah. And just like, again, just like last week, fuck, he wants people to fuck his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, wouldn't you? Well, no, I don't want, want people, people to fuck to my wife. Fuck but my wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I guess I'd, I mean, it's not a thing where I'd like want to want people to fuck my wife. But, but he, he just seems to be like, don't you want to fuck my wife? <laughs> he wants to show her off. He's proud of her. I guess, but he doesn't have to. <laughs> um, let's talk about a character in this movie that... Okay. I love Brian Posehn. I love Brian Posehn too. I think he's fucking hilarious. He did not last long. Was spoilers. he really needed in this movie? Nah, it was a friend cameo. I think so too. Don't get me wrong. I love that he was in. I love his character in this movie. I love everything about him, and I'm glad he is in this movie. But when you really kind of have to trim some fat, maybe. Yeah, maybe you could take out him too. Uh, he just he does this where he just like fucking has his main characters and he just introduces a shit ton of characters. Yeah, yeah. I think Jimmy, the character of Jimmy, played by Brian Posehn, was the only character who's not a dick. Yeah, he wasn't. And he just gets treated like shit. Immediately. just pfft. Yeah. Yeah. God. But I love Brian Posehn. He just make I don't know what it is about him. The way he looks. The way he sounds. He just makes me laugh. He's just a funny dude. And he's so cool. He's like into mad nerdy shit. He's into fucking metal. Yeah. In horror movies. He's fucking weird giant. And he's fucking... Like his actual stand up is hilarious. Yeah. And it's weird. His wife's hot. Like, really hot. And he's probably got a big... He's probably, like, swinging some fucking meat, dude. Yeah, he's, he's prob- a big guy. He's probably loaded as well. Yeah. So he's, like, funny, swinging mass meat. And, like, fucking... I don't know. He's cool. I think he's cool. And fucking loaded. Yeah. yeah. Lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, overall, man, the characters in this movie all hit for me. Um... Michael Berryman is Cleveland, a uh, Cleavon. <laughs> when he gets called a chicken fucker. Yeah. Um, I don't know, chicken fucker. I love Michael Berryman. He's apparently, uh, according to people who have met him, he's like this biggest sweetheart you could ever meet. He looks like the biggest sweetheart. Yeah. Every time, every time I watch a movie and he's in, he's in a movie. My wife always asks the same question. Does he really look like that or is that makeup? No, he really looks like that. I guess he's got a condition. That's what he looks like, okay? 
But leave him alone. He's really cool. I Poor love, fellow. I love Michael Berryman. I think he's fucking great. Um, yeah, okay. So back to the movie. Um, I'm just going to spend my time praising it for a little bit and then you can just have at it, okay? I mean, again, you want to cut a scene out. As funny as it was, you didn't need it. I mean, you didn't, but then you, it kind of gives you an explanation as to what they are doing before the sheriff finds them. Okay, okay. I thought it was funny. The guy was sitting there fingering his belly button. <laughs> You're not going to fuck these chickens, are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ken Foray, when he just goes, You say I'm going to cut a chicken's head off, stick it on my dick, and go, Ah... <laughs> That shit doesn't fucking... <laughs> I gobble that shit up. Anyway, all right. Yeah. I'm just going to go through it. The set designs in this movie are fucking amazing. I love every single set cool. designs. It looks like Southern America. It, it it fits the whole movie. It fits the whole soundtrack. I love every single set designs in this movie. The editing in this movie is absolutely brilliant. I love it. I love the mm. transitional scenes of the pitches. Um, this, this is a problem I had with the previous film with House of a Thousand, um, House of a Thousand Corpses. In this movie, I loved it because it wasn't just a bunch of random shit. It actually preceded the story along. So I loved that yeah, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as I said before, the storyline where the, the antagonists become basically the heroes of this movie, I, yep. I loved I love the fucking dialogue in this movie. Some of the, some of the, uh, you're, you're smiling, but some of the lines in this movie are so fucking great. I am the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. That like line, and I know it was taken for something, but I don't care. That line's fucking I was, great. I don't know. Some of them are a little cringe. Like what? I don't remember specifically, but I just remember there was a couple of times where I was like. Mm. I find that for me, this movie is really like really quotable. Like the whole Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. Look at these. <laughs> and then, of course, don't, don't you want to fuck my sister? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the whole tooty fucking fruity. Like that. Like like it, like it or not, it is fucking quotable. And you can Fair say enough. it to a Fair lot enough. of people, and most people will know what you're talking about. No. Horror fans. <laughs> they horror, were. Horror fans. I just come up with someone who was like, don't you want to fuck my sister? No, I mean, if you walked up to- Why do you want to fuck my sister? If you walked up to someone and said, tootie fucking fruity. Some, like, horror fans I mean, would know what you're talking about. It wasn't as funny as the stand-up in the, uh, in-house. <laughs> Eat your mum's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the punchline to every joke, <laughs> eat your mum's pussy? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, no, I just, I love the dialogue in this movie. That's fair, man. When he says, um, consider me Willy fucking Wonka. This is my chocolate factory. I love that line. Yeah. And I use that line on a day-to-day basis. I, I just, I really don't have anything negative to say about this movie, man. I love it from start to finish. It's a movie I can watch whenever, wherever. I absolutely adore this movie. It is, in my opinion, Rob Zombie's best film. 
that's just my opinion. I, I just love this movie. I would also have to agree. Yay! I think it's his best film too, uh, so far. I mean, let's finish him, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so far, for sure. And from memory. Um, like, I like this better than Halloween, even. Um, but my negatives are, like, honestly, just a little more vague. Like, it's not getting a 10 because it, it didn't fucking, like, blow me, blow me away. Right? Yeah. It's just not a movie I'm in love with. Um, also, I just, I don't love his directing style. And that's just a taste choice. What, okay, what is it about the directing style that you don't like? There's just some shots in there that are just, like, really... Rob Zombie, if that makes any fucking sense at all. Like, he's just, he's got some, like, weird angles and weird close-ups and stuff. and mm-hmm. That I'm just like, eh... I don't love it. Okay, it just I, kind of feels. I, I don't mean to say it, it makes it, it's going to sound so douchey, but like amateurish. I does that make sense? Like, you made me fucking choke there. Sorry, bro. No, I, I look. I kind of understand where you're coming from, and I know what you mean by Rob Zombie-ish. Mm. But I don't know. It just hits me. I just but I like did if, it. if if it hits for you, that's great. And like like I said, it's literally just a style thing. I don't dig that style. Like, but give me a Sam Raimi or a Peter Jackson, yeah, fucking shot, and I'm like fucking frothing. So it's like it's just what clicks with me and what makes me feel stuff is just different. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Like you know, so I I see I see Rob Zombie shots, and it's very Rob Zombie, and honestly, like not a lot of movies look like his movies, so that's like unique. I yeah, um, I get it, man. Like I just don't dig it that much. I dig it enough to fucking very much enjoy the movie. Um, and then also for me, it was getting a little slow at the end. Really? Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, after they'd killed everybody, <laughs> and after they do the flip sort of thing, I was just getting, like, a bit... Just a little bit. Is this, like, after the sheriff forward. died, you mean, or...? No, after they killed the four people. Oh, okay, I like when okay. they're being cunts better when they're getting... Better than when they're getting hunted, basically. Yeah, okay, okay. That's, you know what that's... I mean? Like, after they... That's why, that's why I said, like, a bit of the... A lot of the fat for me was like the second half of the movie, okay. Like with the with the bounty hunters and with um, and them arguing and developing their characters and shit, and then with the sheriff and watching him go crazy and stuff. Mm. Like, I had a lot more fun watching them fuck around with the other people and torturing them and killing them and stuff. Fair enough. I yeah. I look. I, I don't agree. But I That's see where you're coming from. Totally fair. Yeah. And also, like, I was left confused by the ending. I don't remember how we get to uh, Three from Hell. I don't know if that's a prequel or what. It is. Because it's very much sort of implied that they die, right? It is not a prequel. And, I mean, we'll get to that next week. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't tell me, but, like, in this movie fucking we're in like 2005 yep right in this movie 
Am I thinking the Devil's Rejects are dead? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So for the for yeah yeah for many 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 years, decades yeah. even or decade, the Devil's Rejects have died. Yeah. Until when was Three from Hell? Last year or the year before? When we saw that, and we'll get to that next week. Okay, because I don't know how they survived or what what it, at all it's about, but um, with with that, even if they were to die, I just wanted maybe clearer shots. With that, again, Rob Zombie ish, but maybe it would have cost too much money to do it properly. Do you mean how it how basically it cuts to black? And you hear the gunshots? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to see it. See, for me, I thought that was a perfect ending. I love that ending. You liked it? Okay. I, it was just a perfect... Because it's basically... Um, what's that fucking movie where... Oh, the road movie... I can't fucking remember. Jewel? I, no, 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 no. Uh, it's like a crime movie. Fucking hell, now it's going to annoy me and I can't think of it. Um, I haven't seen it, but Natural Born Killers? No. No, it's something similar to that. It's a movie that's very similar to this, but it's an old movie. Features a car. (laughs) It doesn't give you anything. Duke? Dukes of Hazzard? No, 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 no. It's going to fucking annoy me so much, man. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to search it up right now. but I, That's all right. I, I got nothing, man. I got nothing. I got nothing to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. Yeah. It has that type of feel, feel to it, to it okay. at the end. Sorry, it took me so long okay, to think okay. of that. That's all right. That's all right. Um, yeah. And then like, so that happens. And then you get the end, like the, the credits shot, where it's basically just a helicopter going along the road. Mm. I never skip that. The song playing during that is Seed of Memory by Terry Reid. Fucking mm. awesome song. And then just the whole shots from the helicopter. I just, i mesmerized by that. It was cool. It was cool. Oh, dude. I'm, I'm very, sorry. Very like Paul Walker at the end of... Uh, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> end, end, died. end of his life. Yeah. I don't know. I never, <laughs> I never saw that movie, so I don't know. Okay. I don't know, man. Look, I... I'm basically just going to continue sucking this movie's dick. I, I honestly have nothing That's negative a, to say. I, I, don't, I don't have anything super negative to say about it. It's a very good movie for me. I, I very much enjoyed it. I love the gore. I love the horny. I love them fucking torturing people. I like the twist, even though it's hard to wrap my head around still thinking, like watching it now. Yeah. I probably loved it more when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, uh, I'm looking for like redeemable features in people. Yeah, I, I, I get that. And then it's like, there's not really anything redeemable about anybody in this fucking movie. <laughs> That's like, like you said, except for Pusain. Um, but that doesn't take too much away from my enjoyment of it. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, look, I give it an eight. An eight? Okay, that's still a good score. Yeah, that's what I mean, man. Like, it, it's it's not a nine. It doesn't 
give me that extra push. It didn't make me feel that extra thing. Um, and then it wasn't like that it blew my fucking mind like a 10 would be. Or, or like, feel like it was made for me like a 10 would be. Yeah, okay. Um, so it just misses on those. But as far as, like, do I have massive criticisms? Not really. Well, that's good. Eight's a good score. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I thought you would be. <laughs> so before we wrap up here, a bit of trivia about this movie. Um, mm-hmm. Otis's line, I am the devil and I'm here to do the devil's work, is a slightly altered version of a quote spoken by Man- Manson family member Charles Tex Watson during the infamous Tate murders. Nice. Um, Bill Mosley loved playing Otis. In fact, Mosley went on acting like Otis towards his family. He went days <laughs> without showering. <laughs> used to go to a children's hospital yeah. <laughs> uh, the film originally had a subplot involving sweat scenes with Dr. Satan in an interview Rob Zombie God. Rob Zombie said that he cut these scenes because seeing Dr. Satan in the film would be like seeing Chewbacca in Bonnie and Clyde the scenes were eventually restored for DVD and are in bonus features and it, uh, I have seen it it is fucking cool actually basically it's Dr. Satan like a hospital bed, and a nurse, played by Rosaria Dawson, comes to check on him, and he basically just grabs her throat and rips it out. And it's gory as fuck. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Like, cool, but like, again, I want to see the Dr. Zayden movie. Make that. Yeah, I don't think he's going to make that. I know. What's he making now? He just made the monsters. No, but like, what good movie is he going to make now? I don't know. Um, Sharon Moon Zombie was emotionally drained during the shooting of a scene with William Forsythe that required her to cry. She was so affected by the scene, which took two to three hours to film, that she did not come to work for two days afterwards. Which one was that? I I think at the end when she's got them, she's got him, uh, he's got her, sorry, in the chair. Oh, yeah. I think, I think. Uh, Rob Zombie told William Forsythe to base Sheriff Wydell on a combination of actors Lee Marvin and Robert Shaw. Okay. Robert Shaw obviously being Quint from Jaws. And last little bit of trivia, Lou Temple, who was the younger version of the band, the younger bloke in the band, who gets his face cut mm. off. That guy? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> said he was scared to death about possibly working with Rob Zombie when he was up for a, for an audition. He had never met Rob Zombie and only knew of him through his music, which he said wasn't something he listened to. After meeting with casting director, Temple called his friend Walter Goggins, who had done House for a Thousand Corpses. He was one of the cops in House for a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know Goggins. And he said, I'm just a good Christian boy from the South, so I don't know if I could go work for this devil worshipper. Goggins, Goggins, told, oh. Goggins told him to shut up and do yourself a favor. Go do a good movie and you'll have a friend for life. Temple did and enjoyed every minute of it. He also became close friends with Zombie, just like Goggins said he would. <laughs> so there you go. That's cute. Not all metalheads are Satan-worshipping assholes. Yeah, just, just some of us. Yeah. <laughs> just mushroom. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break now. And we'll be back with our thoughts on the new Hellraiser after this. Yeah. You're listening to the Horror for Dummies podcast. The dumbest horror podcast out there. 
Become one of the elite by joining our Patreon page. Or dress like a superstar with the official Horror for Dummies shirts available at redbubble.com. Thanks for listening. Now it's time for our raw review. Beautiful, isn't it? It's really nice. You can hold it. What is it? It's a puzzle. And it's almost finished. Keep going. So if I solve it, do I get a prize? I do. And we are talking about Hellraiser, a movie that I don't think we knew was coming out this year at the start of the year. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, maybe like pretty early into the year, but not right at the start. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't think it's a movie that we talked about when we usually do our what's coming out this year episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, a movie that uh, well definitely has a big franchise behind it. Um, most people know Definitely. of Hellraiser and, of course, Pinhead, um, more known as Hellpriest. But, yeah. yeah, okay, so Hellraiser from 2022. This one comes at a 6.1 on IMDb right now, and it stars uh, Odessa Azion as Riley, um, Jamie Clayton as the priest, who is Pinhead in this one. Uh, mm. We got Adam, Adam Fajan as Colin and... Brandon Flynn as Matt. Ayufi? A- Hins? I don't know. As Nora. Anyway, it was directed by David Bruckner. And Bruckner, David Bruckner has done some things, eh? He uh, he did some things for VHS. He worked on a movie called Southbound. He was the director of the movie The Ritual, which is a Netflix mm-hmm. film. It's an interesting little creature film. And okay. last year, he did The Night House, which was actually in my top ten. I quite enjoyed Nighthouse. I don't think it was in my top 10, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was great. Um, so the story on this is a take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic. That, that's not right. That's wrong. Uh, where a young woman struggling with addiction comes into possession of an ancient puzzle box, unaware that its purpose is to summon the Cenobites. So no, this is yep. not a take on Clive Barker's 1987 horror classic. This is a take on the novella, The Hellbound Heart. Which is a novella I've never read before. Um, just you get there one day. There's a lot of big words in it. Ha, 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 ha. My let's just quickly talk about Hellraiser as a franchise for us. Um, sure. I have a big tattoo of Pinhead tattooed on me on my leg. It was actually one of my first tattoos I've had. I, I know. I am not the biggest 
Hellraiser fan out there, story-wise. I love the character of Pinhead. But as the movie and the story, I've never been really huge into it. I've never really understood the whole story as a whole. I just enjoy Pinhead, what he looks like, and what he says. I think he's funny. So going into this, I was a little excited, but nothing like if they remade Jaws or anything like that. Um, What about you? I I don't super... Hellraiser was always hard for me to find. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, like, I, um... It's, it's just shitty in this country. You just can't find it. Um, so, I think I've watched the first one. And I think I was, like, half cut when I watched the first one. <laughs> so, I didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah, okay. Um, like, I'm fairly sure I was stoned, which was a bad idea, because there's a lot going on. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what is happening? Yeah, this isn't the movie you want to take drugs for. Yeah, I just remember being like, I don't know what's happening. I don't understand it. Like, is it real? Is it not real? I understood this one a lot more. Yeah. Um, I would I would definitely like to go back and watch all of them. I mean, you don't really need to. I'll be honest, man. I don't know. It's just one of those franchises where it's like it's like a mad big horror franchise, and I want to I want to see them. Maybe next year like, we could do the whole franchise. I'd, yeah, I'd like that. But yeah, I I want to see it now in the context of like having a little bit more horror under my belt, and maybe not being fucked up for it. Um, I get you. So like, yeah, I want. I'm curious because I know the basic, you know, puzzle box and a bites, blah blah. blah. Um, not so much the hell priest and the hierarchy, but uh, it was, the original was like hornier, right? Like that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Much more hornier. Like this one was a lot more just violent, but not even as violent. I think the original is more violent than this. Yeah. Like, um, I just felt, yeah, this this was cool and it was like nice and neat, you know? Yeah. Um, like I definitely understood it from fucking A to B and I, I picked it like fucking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No spoilers, but. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> oops. Ignore that. But I picked some shit and um, like it was decent, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just remember being really confused by the first one and that kind of putting me off the rest of them. Yes. I get um, that. But I, I love all the imagery and stuff and I love um, the costumes and shit. I love how the Cenobites look in this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I, yeah. We'll get to it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I enjoyed it. I like, I enjoyed the skin suits and shit. Was that spoilers? <laughs> really no, bad no, no, at spoilers not, not, today. Not really, not really. Um, oh, fuck. I don't know what to talk about without spoiling it too much. It, but yeah, ba- basically, what was the question? The question was, what's your history with the franchise as a whole? Oh, not a whole lot. <laughs> okay. So overall, yes or no on the new Hellraiser? Yeah. You enjoyed it for what it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. 
Um, okay, I will. I'm going to come in. I went on a journey. <laughs> I'm going to come in now. I will say this, and I have yeah. seen all the Hellraiser movies. Um, I agree with you. Some of them are really hard to find here in Australia. It took me years to finally see Hellraiser two because it was nowhere. You could not buy Hellraiser two anywhere. Yeah, legit. Um, yeah, I, I now I now own it. I had to import it from America. That's how I finally found it. Yeah, it's just like fucking have a box set, man. How hard is it? Yeah. Put it in a fucking puzzle box. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. God, it sells itself. Okay, so I will say this. This is the best Hellraiser movie in decades. Okay. And that sounds like a high praise, but it really isn't. Because if you've seen the later Hellraiser films, they're not good at all. Why, why are they not good? They They... A lot of them tend to fall in the detective trying to figure out what's happening camp. Much oh. much like what Saw did a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. And, like, there are a few movies where Pinhead's hardly in it. It just became more of a detective trying to solve these murders movie. Um, and it really but didn't understand the Cenobites. In this one... Yeah, in this one, it didn't seem like there were murders as such as, like, people disappear. Yeah. Right? But, but in the in the sequels, people are just murdered and they're found, like, all centibited. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, what happened here? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Okay. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. So, I, I did like this one a lot more than previous films um in saying that i have the same feelings with this movie as i did with Candyman from last year okay i enjoyed it but the changes to the story are taking some time to process and i kind of walked out and still to this day like i don't really know how i feel about the new Candyman. i liked it more than what i didn't but it didn't blow me away, and I kind of have the same feeling with this. There are aspects of this movie that I really did like, and then there are some little things that I didn't like, and the things that I didn't like, a lot of them are kind of the Cenobites. And I I see a lot of praise the Cenobites are getting. Um, I can't really talk about it now without spoiling anything, so I'll leave it for the moment. Um, you just want to do it by accident while you're rambling along? No, because I'm not a dick. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, the other thing I did... Uh, one of my other problems with this movie is is the gore in this. It's not really a problem. It's more of a nitpick. But for a Hellraiser movie, compared to the original one, it doesn't have crazy gore in it. That's what, like, I was, that's what I was feeling... Right, but I just wanted to check because it it had been so long. Yeah, uh, I mean, but it basically feels like I don't, I don't mean to be too mean to it because I I did enjoy it for the most part, but like I don't know, like the skim milk version of it. Yeah, I, I mean, like you know what I mean. Like it just felt like the violence was watered down. It wasn't as horny. Like it wasn't. Yeah, a little bit. Like I mean, the Hellraiser movies have never been overly gory, right? They're not the sadness or anything like that. But I kind of... of, uh, Maybe it was just me going into this movie. I expected more. 
Yeah, okay. And, yeah. It was fine. Like, it was cool. There was some cool moments in it, but nothing that, like, I was like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah. Ah, some stuff. I liked the... uh... Yeah, see, that didn't really shock me. Yeah? I was like, okay. I think I think it's more the idea of it. Yeah, that- I get it, but like compared to other shit we've seen, like take some of the Saw movies. Some of the things that happen in Saw movies is like yeah. that's fucking cool. Yeah, and in this, like they, they there's so many things that the the Cenobites can do. So is oh no, that's spoilers. Did you like this Pinhead? So okay, yeah. Let's let's discuss Jamie Clayton playing Pinhead because. It's funny, man. Like, say for example, I she was sufficiently creepy, but I also don't know enough about Pinhead. So yeah, okay. Um, I, I thought Jamie Clayton did a really good job as the Hell Priest. Um, yeah. it was funny when this news broke out that Pinhead's going to be played by a what I thought back then was a female is actually a trans person. Oh, okay. When that news broke. I I expected more of an uproar to happen. You know, like, for example, let's say that they're going to do Nightmare on Elm Street, but replace Freddy Krueger as a woman, right? Now, the yeah. thing is, in the Hellbound Heart, Pinhead is never given a sex. It's always been... What's the word? Andromenous? Androgynous. Andro- that's the word. Um, yeah, so that never bothered me that she was a female pinhead, or if you want to call it that. But I honestly expected more people to be pissed off with it, and I haven't heard many people ripping that apart, which kind of shocked me, which is a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, I think... Um, I think with someone like Pinhead... Yep. You don't really need a gender. No, that, that, that's what the book... the no, Sorry, the novella is all about pinhead is not nor female nor nor male just a being yeah just a yeah angels to some demons to others yeah and like um i want to ask you about the ending but i don't know if that's spoilers but i mean it's definitely spoilers but (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i'll ask you after the show but yeah like um yeah, I thought I thought she was good. Uh, yeah, no, she did a good job. I, I think my problem is, and I'm trying my absolute hardest to do this. I, I I'm trying to separate the pinhead that I know and love from this new pinhead, and seeing pinhead on screen and not hearing Doug Bradley's voice, like, um, and all and all his pinheady goodness. Like, mm. no tears, please, and all that stuff. I'm still a bit like, it's just not hitting me as much as I want to. That's that's my own problem. I have to get yeah. I have to get over the fact that this is a new incarnation of Pinhead. It's not Doug Bradley anymore. And I don't get why I can do that with Freddy Krueger, but I can't do it with Pinhead. I don't understand. Did I? Yeah, it's... I, yeah. I, I just, I love... I mean, he's, he's special to you, you know? I love, absolutely love Doug Bradley's pinhead voice yeah okay and in this one there were times where I was struggling to hear what they were saying 
what she what Pinhead was saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I watched this on binge here in Australia. It is streaming on binge. Um, yep. And literally, exactly halfway through this movie, my something happened and it, and the feed just cut off. Okay. And it wouldn't let me get back into it. I don't know. I was having internet problems or something. Luckily, I had yeah. this movie loaded up and ready to go. And lucky when I had it loaded up, it didn't have subtitles on it. Oh, okay. So the, yeah. The half. Because the- I was like, I was like, mine had subtitles. Yeah. No. Yeah. The last half of the movie, I couldn't have subtitles, so I, I could barely really make out what the hell priest was saying. Yeah. Okay. Which annoyed me. Um. Yeah, I, there's there's not there's so much to talk about, but you can't do it. But it's spoilers. It's yeah. spoilers. Yeah. Do you want to do a spoiler section? Yeah, let's do a spoiler. Let's do a spoiler. Okay. Just just quickly, let me just smash Look, this out. If, if you're interested, as far as I feel it, if you're interested in Hellraiser, this seems like a good one. As far as the sequels go. Yep. Um, I have questions because I'm not very versed in the series. Um, but it, it seemed good enough. It just didn't seem as good to me. That's, that's fair, man. If you don't know the, the franchise as a whole, it might be a little different for you, but let's just quickly smash out some of the things that I did like, and you can agree with the, the set designs and production value production is incredible. Cool. Yeah. That, um, the big house. The, Let's just say well, that. Well, that and, and the way the rooms move in this is fucking incredible. Yeah. Really yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Like, I'm sure CGI was used, but it doesn't look CGI. It looks, like, practical. Mm. So there's that. The story in this, I did enjoy this new story. This is not a remake. Uh, the director, David Bruckner, has come out and said that this is not a remake of the 1987 film. It's a complete new story in the Hellraiser lore, and I did enjoy the story... Probably on par with the first one. Okay. I want to ask about the story, but we'll... Spoilers. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, everything else I've written here is kind of spoilerific, so I, I don't want to talk okay. about it yet. So we have to do a spoiler section on Hellraiser. But overall, what would you give this out of 10? I'm giving it a 7. Okay. Like, I, I enjoyed what I saw. But again, I felt it was like not as shocking or as gory or as like, especially the whole thing is about like pleasure and pain and it wasn't very pleasury. <laughs> I'll explain that in a second. <laughs> okay. Yep. And cause yeah, I expected it to be a little bit more of everything and it just felt like a little bit less, uh, felt like an entry level Hellraiser, maybe. Oh, okay. Interesting. Does that make sense? Like, it will be interesting if we if we do the franchise next year. Like maybe shit ramps up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, seven out of ten. Okay, I'm um I'm going seven point five out of ten. Okay, so I'm basically there with you, just a point higher, uh, half a point higher. Yeah, so. I mean I'm a Zim plus to to Zim it up. <laughs> Pretty in, in the words in the in the Zim rating. Yeah, and there's a rating on my Zim Plus. <laughs> As we all know, a 7 is banned. Yeah, we're not allowed to talk about 7 out of 10s, according to Zim. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk about uh, Hellraiser in spoiler-filled territory, but if you uh, have not seen the movie, I highly suggest seeing it before you check it out. 
And uh, if this is goodbye, then it's goodbye. But right now, it's time for Stone Cold to make his entrance. Hit that music! Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah! Spoiler alert, oh yeah! Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah! Spoiler alert, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah! Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah! Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah! Spoiler alert, yeah! Alright, so... I'll, I'll just quickly smash out the problems now that I can in spoiler territory. Thank you. The problems that I had, well, they're more nitpicks, I guess you could say, but the Cenobites, man. There were too many of them. Like the original, if you go back to the original, they had four. They had Chatter, Butterball, Female, and Lead, which we know as Pinhead. And yeah. this one feels like it had more, which is cool. I like that, but they don't overly focus on them enough for us to differentiate them. Um, obviously, okay. we do get a take on Chatter in this one, but the other three, you, I, I couldn't really like identify them. They didn't really have names. I mean, they do if you look at the credits, but you don't know was who it they one are. The female. There was a female one, and then there was but another it was a one different that was. One. Like looked creepy a little bit, but then you had another what, one. What's what's up with them dying? What what do you mean dying? Like when, like, so in the in this story, I don't know if this is the same basic story. Like, do they have to get pricked? No, by the no, that's completely new. Okay. Yep. And then, yeah, that will they die? Okay, so the original story is basically you open the box, they come. Yeah. Right? In this one, they they go more into the lambda configuration of the story where it has different... Um, configurations. Configurations. Forms. Yes. Um, that was never ever talked about in the, in the previous films. So that's all new. Yeah. The whole little spike. It, it was legit more of a puzzle box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole little spike was completely this story. There was no little knife or spike that came out in the other ones. Okay. And then where it has to take a sacrifice, that's new to the story too? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because c- then when it has to take a sacrifice, how can it be a Cenobite? That, yeah, because I'm like, uh, isn't a Cenobite like really a person post death? Basically, yeah, yeah. So like, how could it kill someone? Or I don't know, man. I don't know that. Yeah, that that part was like, I was a little bit like, what? Yeah, I didn't get that either. I know because it was just like, and the. And how some of them were just like, they just seemed like zombies. Yeah. Yeah, there, there was no um, like, yeah, I don't know, there was no real character to them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. It just felt watered down, man. Like it was, like, I remember it like being bloody and like, again, like just way hornier. Yeah. Like, Clive Barker's shit's horny as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like taking all the penises out of Geiger's work. (laughs) 
Pretty much, yeah. You know what I mean? So it just felt like they're like, oh, it was it was sort of hinting to it and stuff like that, but it wasn't really there. No. Because the, the whole thing is like, they're all like coming from all their fucking pain. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I barely got that. I got barely got that. I got that they were sort of hinting at it a little bit, but yeah. So the whole, the whole thing, now I'll probably watch this again before the year is up because I didn't 100% understand it but what i sure. got from it is that there were six or seven i think it was seven different configurations yeah I think and so. six people needed to be sacrificed and the seventh person got the reward yeah the problem is the reward from the centibytes to them might seem cool but to us is bad so basically pleasure to us would be like sex, but pleasure to them is pain. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, you don't want their their reward. Yeah, but it was like, this. it just felt like pain, pain. It wasn't like horny pain. No, no. Whereas they all look like they're having a pretty good time with it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's their thing. Um, and then, um, yeah, like the other chick's reward was like not anything. Like, lament or whatever. Yeah. And then the other guy's reward, his second reward was power. But here's the other question, right? Uh-huh. Why did, like, why did he get two rewards? Yeah, I, it's a good question. I don't know. Like, uh, the only thing I can think of, and maybe that's what the movie was sort of alluding to, is that he gets a chance to return his reward. Maybe or yeah. exchange, ex- exchange, but why? Why I did, think that's. I, I think that's what because I think they do mention that that he gets to exchange his reward for something different. Yeah. So he exchanges and, that yeah. for power, which is actually him being, being turned. Being by it. Yeah. Which is actually and that's what, cool. That's why I thought it was like a prequel. That was probably the most goriest bit, but even then, that was like CGI skin rip. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It wasn't anything great. I found. Um, but like, that's why I thought maybe he's going to be pinhead or something. Like he's going to be the next pin pinhead something. Well, no, Jamie Clayton's pinhead, but, but probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I didn't know. Like, because in the sequels, thought- they do make other Cenobites. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's like, there's silly ones out there. There's fucking, there's a dude with CDs that's like being stuck in his head. <laughs> Yeah, there's dumb there's Modern. dumb centibytes out there. Okay. There's a whole bunch of them if we get down to it. They even have fucking dogs. So Okay. Yeah. But that's another thing that I found about the centibytes is like in the original movies, like especially the first one, they looked grotesque. Where these ones they had like a shine to them. They looked a little too plasticky for me. Yeah, I, I feel ya. Like even um like Jamie Clayton's Hellraiser, I mean Pinhead. Yeah. Like it looked latexy. Exactly. Like it wasn't like bleeding or oozing. Like it was constantly in pain or anything. No, that's right, and that's what the Hellraisers like, did. Yeah, like Doug Bradley's one. It would like it looked like he had oozing open wounds from his chest. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, Doug Bradley's pinhead had nails. This one had actually pins. It's like, yeah. nails looks more better. But, um, that's <laughs> more nitpicks. But, yeah, I mean, like, some of the Cenobites as well. Like, there was one, I think it's called The Mask, which is mm. the one where it just has, like, the outline of a face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, and I'm sorry for saying this, it just feels like a Power Ranger villain to me. <laughs> Fair. It doesn't, didn't feel like a fucking Cenobite. It just, yeah. I, f- I thought I was going to start doing karate and... Da, 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 da. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just... The, the cool thing about this is... Like, the original Cenobites all wore leather. There was no leather in this. And instead, they kind of used their mm. own skin for fashion. Which does look cool. It's a cool idea. But once again, it's just... Got that I want it to look more oozy and bloody. Exactly. It, it just had that plastic shine to it. Yeah, latex. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't look as graphic as I wanted it to look like. If, yeah. if graphic is a word. Um, Gorific? Yeah. Gorific. Yeah, that's that's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole yeah the whole story. I think it needs a second watch for me to really clue in with everything. It honestly, if they just went over it with like a fucking paintbrush or something and it was just oozy all the time. Yeah. It would have looked cooler. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Overall, man, like, yeah, once, as I said before, it's it's a better sequel. It's the best sequel mm. we've had in years. I mean, she looks terrifying. Who? Um. Like, just the face. Like, Pinhead. not even so much the... Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> mm, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like, I'm looking at pictures now, and I'm just like... I'm like, yeah, it looks oozy and bloody and infected and... Yeah. Like, like just, yeah, hectic. And then you see hers, and it's like... Yeah, <laughs> looks like CGI skin where it just goes like, like yeah, it's not bad or anything, but yeah, I get it, I get it. Mm. Um, all right, was well, there anything else you want to talk about? Nah, I got nothing. Yeah. yeah, I was just curious about those things. I mean, we can we can go through all the kills and everything like that, but what's the point? Yeah, yeah, bug it. All right, well, this concludes the Horror for Dummies podcast for this week. So we want to thank each and every one of you guys for joining us, if you're still here. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week, continuing our zombie ween. We are going to be looking at Three from Hell. Yeah. The final Firefly family movie. Movie. So far. For now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, on our Raw review, we're going to be taking a look at Halloween Ends. Yeah. So if you want to go to the cinemas, you can see that. Or it will be streaming on Peacock this, uh, actually tomorrow from this recording. I want to go to the movies. I'm not. I'm going to stay at home. Watch it at home. Hell yeah. I don't want people fucking answering their phone calls. God damn it. Complete lunacy. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, We've got a Patreon page open. If you want to join, do it. Yeah, please do. This would be the month to do it. We've got different tiers. So much stuff. Different tiers starting at $1.50 all the way to $7 and different bonuses for each tier. So go and check it out. Patreon.com forward slash horror for dummies. Until then, Loof, I think that's it. We are done for this day. That's it. Uh, Big big shout out to our friends Friday Nightmares. 
Love you, Scott. I guess we like Heather. <laughs> that bitch. That bitch. <laughs> Love you, Heather. <laughs> Gotta shout them out. They shout us out all the time, so. Yep. Yeah. Alright. Goodbye, Luke. Goodbye, Timothy. 